0: The Talking Point with Kathy Sasana. weekdays 9am till midday.
1: Well, let's get into our thinking point this morning. I did say earlier that uh, we're focusing on uh, illegal mining taking place in this Kukuni district, and it really has been spurred on by the number of calls that we've been receiving uh, from residents in that part of the country. Uh, The Part of what they've said is that they are people who have been uh, digging up, look, digging and, and looking for chrome. Apparently, even in their backyards. Let me take you to Stephen Klongwa, who is a coordinator of artisanal miners for the Limpopo Province. Uh, Stephen, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning.
0: Morning. How are you, Katie? and at
1: all? I'm well, thank you. I think firstly, just tell us, uh, just kick off by telling us about the scale of, uh, we will say illegal mining, but you will say artisanal mining uh, that is taking place in the Skukuni area.
0: Yeah, so currently, after we have been facing the high number of the unemployment rate and the poverty, so through the NPRDA, if we might check from the past NPRDA and the current NPRDA. So mostly company are being allowed to apply for a mining rights for a period of 50 years with an alternative extension of eight years. So for all those farms around Skukun mostly are being held under the mining rights of Samanko and Anglo-Platinum or Anglo-American. So there are PGMs, the platinum group minerals or metals, and also a chrome. The chrome is LG and UG is up and even in the ground. So hence we have seen several mines are going in care and maintenance and others are being closed because of the various reasons. So people entered into the illegal mining. So, but I don't want to dwell too much into illegal mining because I am a coordinator of artisanal miners where we want to do things in order so that we might sell our products in the market-related area. We might have the, fa- the, the, the people who are buyers we are also going to have the people who will assist us by getting the PPE to wear as they close to work and so forth.
1: And Stephen, there isn't much of a distinction made, I think, especially uh, uh, among South Africans, between illegal mining and artisan artisanal mining. Uh, what, what is the difference between the two?
0: Uh, even the law itself is not clear, but if yes. you might check... In South Africa, if you mine with your own hands, it's not it's not illegal according to to, 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 to the law. So you might mine. They, they 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 might be the problem when you are taking the oil to the market because it's where they'll need the permission. But most of the the zamazamas, let me say, they are using maybe the big machine and so forth. So it's where it becomes a challenge according to the law. But if you can go and use your own hands, maybe it's a hammer, it's a shovel, or whatever. It's not legal, illegal, by the, the current law.
1: We're going to continue this conversation in a moment. It's just gone nine thirty. Let's take the latest news headlines. Okay. Hashtag S F M
0: Talking Point.
1: We continue the conversation on the talking point. We're looking at our thinking point, which is really um, a call that's being made by artisanal miners in the Skukundi region in Limpopo. Stephen Klongwa is on the line. Um, So, Stephen, you're right in the fact that when it comes to small-scale mining or artisanal mining, you know, effectively it's not seen as illegal in, in South Africa. I mean, we understand that officially... Um, there are about thirty thousand people that are in, that are working um, in in the industry as it stands in in the country, but so so what are the big issues that you as artisanal miners are wanting to raise?
0: Uh, we want to, to 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 have a a platform or a roundtable discussion with the. Department of Mineral Resources and Energy and so that we might have the regulation to regulate our 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 our, our sector because we are in the poverty where people doesn't have job, but the unemployment rate went up. So and if you check in the research, the artisan miners in the scale of mining is zero point nine seven. So it means we we might we can mine more than four hundred years without finishing the mineral, just to put the food on the tables.
1: So, so Stephen, j- j- just just repeat that for me. What is it exactly that that you're saying? You're calling for. You're calling for greater regulation.
0: Greater regulations, yes. Mm-hmm. Because when you check the small scale mining, the artisanal mining is rare. But it's not clear how they must work, like the artisanal miners. Because if you check illegal mining, maybe in particular are mining, which doesn't have maybe the environmental use license, water use license. That's what we call illegal mining.
1: Mm. So so the difficulty that you as artisanal miners are facing, of course, is that when we look at the regulations in in the country right now, they do ban or outlaw any mining activities that are taking place without a permit, even if it is happening at at at, at, a, at a surface value instead of of your deep mining, as, as your big mining houses would be engaged in. Uh,
0: can you repeat it to a question?
1: So, so what i'm saying is that when we look at the current framework yes. around artisanal mining in south africa yes we can say that the regulations outlaw artisanal mining because any mining that is taking place without a permit is not allowed yes that's that's part of the problem that you as small scale miners are facing because government treats small scale miners in the same way that it treats your big scale or your large scale miners.
0: Yes. And if you, you, you might check around us, there there was no operation in some of the area. So people just went there and find the, the chrome by themselves. So but once they dig that chrome it become the law enforcement come and be involved and arrest the people. But people are maybe the big companies which are from outside in our countries, the Samanko, the Anglo-American, and so forth. They just did the application and reserved the minerals for their upcoming generation or grand grand grandchildren, which are going to come. But today we are dying by the hunger. So of course, we are
1: of co- not of course yes. What 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 you would need, uh, Stephen, as those that want to that are part of the artisanal mining trade, is that you would need mining permits, and yes. being able to get mining permits seems to be uh, less complicated than trying to get mining rights. Um, but what have you found when you apply for these mining permits?
0: No, it's difficult, Casey. If you might check, currently, because I'm t- I told you that earlier that the, those companies at Lever, They apply for the mining rights. Mining rights is not a mining permit. Mm-hmm. Because a mining permit is only there for five years where you will implement the social and labor plan. So hence, you have passed that thing. You are going to renew it again. But the, main, the mining rights. And it, it also the mining rights doesn't specify where are you going to work. If you have been applied for the portion like is Tukinam Farm or is Pachaskral Farm, where I come from. So it means the whole po- po- portion of that farm belongs to you according to the mining rights. But hence, you do the mining permit. you require a specific area where are you going to work mm. and also pay the surface in this rental according to the portion you have taken. So it's difficult for us to put a application there.
1: So, so Stephen, ultimately, what do you want to see happening?
0: What we want us to see happening is to reverse the, the current NPRDA so that even if the mining rights can be equal to the mining payment, so if someone doesn't use it for the specific period, maybe it's five years or ten years, let it be revoked and give it to someone who will do who will do the proper things and create more job opportunities
1: as the things stand, because you're largely viewed in the same breath that um you know your illegal miners would be what what is the kind of relationship that you have um with illegal miners because oftentimes you know you you're you' you you're you're looking for for minerals in in the same areas.
0: No, the, the, the relationship is good. is not good at, at all. Mm. Because where I actually come from, you you find that people are doing the blockage. You, you might be surprised, but they are doing the blockage on the roads where if there are people who are mining illegally, they stop their trucks which are carrying their commodity to a certain area. Mm. And they need a payment for the truck to pass that road. So, and our people we see, we are people with the same color, people from the same area, some some, some of them. And uh, because the law enforcement agency used to come and visit them, they are mining, they mine while they are also scared to be arrested. There are big, big holes which are abandoned. They are not, they are not being, they are not being closed. So they just mine so while they'll come the 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 the, 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 the rain many water went inside there's mm. no proper rehabilitation and so forth mm. yes all
1: right Stephen, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning, and he's a coordinator of Artisanal Miners um, in Limpopo. You heard the call that they're making, uh, they're calling for effectively a deregulation um, when it comes to artisanal mining in the country. They want it um, to be recognized. They also wanted want uh, government to make it easier for them to receive permits that would enable them to mine, at least legally. And you heard again what he's saying about the need for this mining in communities given the high levels of unemployment and what it is that they could do given that opportunity.